Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. P.com slash score. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Yeah, once we get out of here, we're going to stop and eat as a team at a place down the road in Franklin, I think, and then head on into uh, into Hoover and let the guys relax a little bit and uh, give them tomorrow off as well. Then we'll get a little workout in a couple of days in a row and try to get some things squared away, get some guys healed up a little bit. And yeah, just, you know, as far as the game, we're going to try to win them, but definitely going to mix it up a little bit. Don't know who we're going to pitch yet. we got two or three hours on the bus to discuss that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Photoshop, show me something natural like Afro with your pride. Show me something natural, I wanna feel some stretch marks. Then it take you down right on your mama's couch and polo flat. Hey, this is way too Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live. From the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. We're going to have Peyton uh, Stovall on still with us, folks. Don't worry. He's actually going to join us at 3.30. So we're just pushing him back a little bit. Uh, Thanks to A-State Construction. They just got out of practice. So we'll still have a chance to catch up with him. And uh, we're going to continue with our reactions, too. So we want to hear from you here in this segment. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in. Get after us in the Asher Record live fan feedback. After me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors, and I know that uh, there's uh, going to be uh, some fun to be had with Peyton. But we also had some other storylines and headlines uh, that we didn't really get a chance to dive into when it came to uh, what's trending in the world of sports, just because uh, we did run out of time. Uh, but uh, a few things though I wanted to to bring up, and you know, it's been as far as uh, some other headlines too, is that uh, the NFL thought this was kind of a a fun little deal. The NFL owners approve an emergency third quarterback proposal. I thought this was pretty fascinating, where they allow teams to designate an emergency quarterback on game day, a rule they uh, revived after the San Francisco 49ers ran out of quarterbacks during their loss of the NFC Championship game against the Eagles. The rule only applies to quarterbacks who are on a team team's 53-man roster. Practice squad players are not eligible to be emergency quarterbacks, not even if they are elevated for that week's game, but it allows a team to avoid counting the emergency quarterback as one of the active players on game day, a modest incentive for teams that would otherwise have chosen to go into the game with only two available quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah it's long overdue, and uh, it will change rosters now where teams, not only for game day, but teams that typically only carry two quarterbacks, now maybe you'll see some of these teams start to carry three quarterbacks throughout the entire season. Yeah, because it also says the emergency quarterback will be eligible for in-game activation uh, if the rest of the team's quarterbacks are unable to participate during due injury or ejection. So if somebody gets ejected as a quarterback, you at least count that way too, but not as a result of a benching. If one other quarterback is cleared to return to the game, the emergency quarterback must be removed at that time and can only return if there is once again no other option. Apparently this is a rule with the XFL and the USFL 
They both applied similar rule this spring. And the NFL, I didn't even realize this, but I guess I forgot about it. The NFL itself used the rule from 1991 to 2010. Uh, during the 2011 bar, uh, collective bargaining agreement with the NFL and the NFLPA, though, sides decided to increase the overall limit of game day active players rather than limit it to just one position. So, man. So now the wonder comes in, are these guys actually going to suit up and be in uniform, or is it only they still will uh, just suit up? If, if there's a need for them to suit up. That's going to be a difference in itself also because you see these guys, when teams do carry that third quarterback, you see them on game day and uh, they're just helping out the other quarterback, some of the things they may see. And some teams may still take that approach where this would be one of their inactive players anyway. Well, I, th- I think it's something to where, obviously, the 49ers and what they went through this past year uh, was kind of reason and the spirit of the rule coming back to it, but... Uh, it's not something that happens very often, and you don't want it to happen. You don't want to see anybody get injured, especially. But uh, they also, I think everybody understands, and especially with the NFL, how valuable the quarterback position is. And, you know, that's one of those deals to where uh, the amount of times they get hit and how sometimes fragile that they can be. And, uh, you know, you don't want to be putting yourself in a situation, especially like if it's the playoffs and whatnot, where it's like, yeah, sorry, you're just going to have to figure it out. You know, throw somebody there that, uh, that can make it work. This at least provides them uh, – an out or at least an adjustment, even though it's a rare thing and it doesn't happen very often, at least provides them a rule in place to where it's like, we can do something about it if it ever happens again, instead of just having to go with it and make it work. Well, we know how valuable backup quarterbacks are. And now third team quarterbacks, they're becoming just as valuable when, uh, when you think about the need for them. And we saw that. It's, it's sad. Cause I feel like in most cases, you probably, nobody really even cared or cared to know who some of the third-string quarterbacks were in the NFL. And now because of that fact, you're, you're saying, say, hey, you could be, you could be finding, your, uh, you could find yourself in a situation where it's like, you know quite a few third-string quarterbacks because of the injuries and because of the, you know, the issues that come along with it there, too. So it's unfortunate. And, again, you don't ever want it to happen, but as we talked about with Razorback baseball or just sports in general, injuries happen. You just, it's unfortunate, but it does happen there. And a lot of times, if you're down to your third-string quarterback, it's probably not going to go well for the team. The Niners, that was a different circumstance where it was almost like plug-and-play. You plug these, these quarterbacks in, and they were still having that overall team success. But for most teams, it's not going to work the same way. Also, uh, I thought this was uh, pretty fascinating too, Joe, and I'm sure uh, you have a thought on it. But uh, we know with the Steelers and, of course, Big Ben Roethlisberger, who uh, was a franchise quarterback there for many years? Uh, he had on Kenny Pickett on his uh, on his podcast, footballing with Ben Roethlisberger over the weekend, and he said, "quote He admitted this. He says, "I quote, I'll be completely honest. I'll be super transparent here, and I'm going to get blasted. I probably shouldn't say this. I mean, so he's already got four straight like sentences there where he's already like hesitating. But he says, "Who cares at this point? I wouldn't say that I wanted Kenny to necessarily fail." But when it, someone comes to replace you, I still feel like I had it. I hope he doesn't come in and ball out because then it becomes Ben who. That, that could be a common thought with a lot of players. And you see players take either that approach where players take either that approach where, uh, you know, if, if a quarterback is on the roster at the same time or, you know, you can look at any position, they're on the roster at the same time. Some players take the approach of, it's not my job to get the next player ready because, in reality, you realize that that player is coming to take your job. This is in an even different circumstance where Ben was, wasn't even on the roster, but at the same time, he's thinking about how his legacy could be looked at with the next player in line. And uh, that's something that everybody is going to think about because think about with Brett Favre, with Aaron Rodgers on the roster at the same time, he said it wasn't up to him to help Aaron Rodgers. And now uh, you have a certain set of Packers fans that they hold Aaron Rodgers in a higher regard than they did Brett Favre. They think, you know, looking at the overall career, that uh, both guys had similar success in winning one Super Bowl. But also when you look at Aaron Rodgers and the talent that he has, there are some fans that hold him in a higher regard. And so Brett Favre may have had those thoughts also at one time. I think that this is actually a lot more common and probably, like, the majority of players in that situation or coaches or whoever in sports feel the same way. They just may not say it, or maybe they do a better job of hiding it. 
And maybe some are so self-confident in themselves that they're like, hey, not Ben who or whatever. I'm not saying that Ben Roethlisberger is not confident in himself. But point is, is like, I feel like there's just in any regard of life, if somebody had a job out there that they were really good at, that the company that they worked for all loved them, and you know everything was going great, you built this company, you made it into what it was, you were such a big impact, you were revered, you were respected, and then you get to the point where it's like, you know, it's time for me to hang it up, I'm, I'm going to retire. And then you retire, and they're like, well, you know, here's your replacement. This is the guy we're going to be bringing in, just to let you know. This is our guy. He's a young guy, energized, all of that. You're probably like, okay, nice to meet you. Yeah, all right. We'll see how you do, buckaroo. You know, it's just, you, you kind of probably have that element where it's like, I want everyone to realize how much I put into the work and how big and how important I was to this company or to this franchise in this case, to where it's just a matter of, you know, get, getting that satisfaction and knowing that, Oh, it wasn't just a plug-and-place thing. You know, it wasn't a system. You know, you weren't a system quarterback. You were somebody that built up and, and did a lot of great things. And so I wouldn't be surprised if the majority of quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, especially franchise quarterbacks, by the time they call it quits, is like the next person that's coming in, I'm kind of, I don't, I hope they struggle a little bit, so I'll still be remembered and still be respected for what I was. Well, it shows growth for Ben to go from beginning to feel that way at the beginning of the season, and then as you get towards the end of the season, after Kenny Pickett's rookie season, you realize that there is a bigger picture and that you won't be forgotten about. And it was kind of the same thing with Ben Roethlisberger and Terry Bradshaw. The comparisons are always going to be there. But it, it isn't about one player and that, you know, you say that this is the one player that everybody identifies, he's the guy. You can have multiple guys that had success within that franchise and that fans think about in a sense that these are players that help this this team win at a high level. And so you don't have to narrow it down to say that this player was better than the other. Ultimately, it's about the team in the end. Well, Ben Roethlisberger went on to say in that same podcast when he's talking to Kenny Pickett, he says, early on, I didn't want you to succeed because you followed me up. I didn't want it to happen. I think that's probably the selfishness of me. I feel bad for it. But as you started playing, I found myself rooting for you more and more. I wanted you to succeed. I wanted you to win games. I wanted you to go to the playoffs. I feel bad that I felt that early on, but I'm glad it transitioned to loving and rooting for you as a Steeler. So, uh, so he's yeah, he's not only grown in just being able to admit it, but grown in just a very quick period of time where he's like, you know, I didn't want that at first, but now here I am. I'm hoping that you know you're successful and you you do great things for the Steelers too. So. Also, at the end of the day, he's Ben Roethlisberger is a Steeler, and he wants to see the Steelers do well. And so with uh, some of the, the downs that they had early in the season and the way that they were able to bounce back and have a chance to – they made a run at the end of the season, had a chance to possibly get in the playoffs. That was incorporated in the team's overall success. And so that probably had a lot to do with the way that Ben was able to get over it also because – in the end, he wanted to see the team do well, and they were doing well at the end of the season. What is Big Ben doing, right? Is he just hanging out? That, that's doing it. Doing podcasts? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, footballing with Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. where they talk about... Sometimes they have, uh, they have the episodes lined up with a game where they're actually watching the game, and they can talk about the game. But they talk about the game. They talk about some things from the past. They do beer samplings during the show, so... Yeah. They do a lot of different things all together during the show, but those are just some of the elements that are involved in it. I thought I, I liked the kind of the title of the podcast is not only is it just footballing with Ben Roethlisberger, but footballing spelled F-O-O-T-B-A-H-L-I-N. So footballing. It's it's spelled a little bit differently. So, uh, But, yeah, it's it, it was uh, pretty fascinating to, to hear from Big Ben, but I feel like there's so many – it's not a bad thing, but just so many players that – a lot of times we'll do that where they'll just kind of start a podcast. I think Jay Cutler did that same thing too once he got out of the NFL, starting up a podcast and doing it his way. And uh, a lot of former players uh, do it sometimes solo, sometimes with other former players too to, to make it work. So, uh, but hey, as long as he's uh, How about the Kelsey best brothers, life. yeah, they're they're doing it as their active players. Yeah, and is Draymond Green, right? He has his podcast, right? Yeah, is it called just the Draymond Green podcast? It or? is. Okay. Yeah, and then. Draymond does some stuff for TNT, so yeah. you can tell that um, it's a changing of the guard as far as the dynamic of being a player, being in the media post-career. Now you have a lot of players that are involved in the media during their career. Yeah, because you know before, 
uh, especially with the social media aspect and, and podcasts and all that, the only way that you could really get messages out to the masses is just going through the traditional media routes. And now it's like, hey, I, you know, I'm just gonna, I don't want to be misconstrued in what I'm trying to say or get framed a certain way, so I'll just say it straight to the people so they don't have to worry about it. But, uh, yeah, it's what a lot of athletes and current and former athletes end up doing too. And uh, speaking of former NFL players and NFL quarterbacks, uh, Tom Brady, well, we know that uh, he's he's got his life going on and uh, you know enjoying himself at least the best of his ability and everything. But uh, he apparently had a conversation with Bryce Young, which of course we know was the number one overall pick with the Carolina Panthers. And uh, Bryce Young was was meeting with uh, the media and said that I have never thrown an NFL pass in a game. I have no stats, no wins, nothing. We're all on an even playing field. Once you get into the league, where you get drafted. That doesn't entitle me to anything. I have to work. I have to work as hard as I can to make sure every day I'm trying to get better and every day I'm trying to improve. That's what Tom Brady told me. So I thought that, uh, you know, talk about Ben Roethlisberger meeting with, you know, a quarterback with the Steelers. In this case for Tom Brady, you know, not that he played for the Panthers or anything like that, but uh, he's also given advice to some of these uh, incoming guys as well, trying to get them uh, hyped up and pumped up and confident in themselves heading into their first year as an NFL quarterback. Tom Brady has been a mentor to uh, a lot of quarterbacks here in the last few years. Another one that he works with is Shador Sanders. So mm-hmm. he's, he's a guy that's had all the success at the highest level. He's been the greatest winner when it comes to the quarterback position as far as number of Super Bowls, been to the most Super Bowls at the quarterback position. So no surprise that a lot of players want to reach out to Tom Brady and kind of get his input on how to be successful, how to go about doing certain things as a pro. But it's great for Tom Brady to uh, be accepting of that and wanting to give back to these players. Because well, if I was a quarterback, I mean, who – and you you take advice or you'd at least be thinking it would be great to hear from particular quarterbacks and how they play. But, man, if it was Tom Brady, I was like, if there's a guy that you know how to, how to do it, how to do it the best way, it's Tom Brady. And so if I had a chance to hear advice from him – Absolutely. I would do it in a heartbeat. So, uh, But it's cool that Tom is, you know, because some people, maybe, okay, I say some people. I always felt like when I was rooting against Tom Brady at every turn because he was a Patriot and he's so good with the Patriots, I was like, this guy's a jerk. You know, he, he's, he doesn't care about anybody else but himself. He's very arrogant, like blah, blah, blah. But, you know, as time goes on and you see, you know, him going out and helping other quarterbacks and trying to give them advice and everything, that's a, just a cool thing. So, so just uh, another... Another reason to uh, to be excited about that and uh, what Tom Brady's doing, too. And also in some other NFL news, because, again, we got the uh, situation here with uh, the OTAs, but Lamar Jackson was absent from the start of the Ravens' OTAs today, but they said that he is expected to report at the team at some point in time this week. So Not, not a big deal. Uh, Preakness happened over the weekend, and that is in Baltimore. A lot of the Ravens were there. And so it's not as if he caught anybody by surprise by not being there. They were fully aware he wasn't going to be there. Now the public mm-hmm. it may be caught by surprise that he's not there. And they, the, the Ravens don't have to explain anything, but they did in a sense. Also, for Arnold Bank and Trust text line, uh, Just Chuck says, now Ben and Pickett can bond rooting against Mason Rudolph. So they, <laughs> he says that's where they can bond. Now, right? yeah, may, maybe so. Maybe that is the case because... Ben, uh, he he didn't want anything to do with Mason Rudolph as far as him coming in and having any type of su- <laughs> success. But um, Mason Rudolph is somebody who has a vet- veteran experience, and he is the third-string quarterback, so he'll be able to help Kenny Pickett from the side. And as we talked about with some of these third-string quarterbacks, they're almost like coaches in a sense where they can see certain things happening and give their input to the players that are on the field because they, they see it from a different stance. They're not caught up in the action. Also, he says, uh, just Chuck says, just, John, as a self-respecting Razorbacks fan, you should hate Tom Brady because of the 1999 Citrus Bowl. Well, I don't care about the Citrus Bowl. I mean, yeah, it would have been nice, but I'm, I, like now if they would have done something like in a championship game or something like that or if Arkansas got cheated in a game or something like that, okay. But... Yeah, the Citrus Bowl? Come on now. Like it's, I, I don't even know who Tom Brady was at that point in time. I don't think anybody did. Uh, but also, uh, from the actual Record Live fan feedback, uh, a few people that are chiming in. Uh, this comes from uh, Jeff. He says, has Dave Van Horn ever won any SEC coach or national coach of the year before? Thanks, asking for a friend. And to answer your question, yes, he has won the SEC coach of the year. Uh, I believe this is his third time. 
if I'm not mistaken. And I believe he won it in 04 and then in 2021 when they had one of the best records in uh, in baseball. So, and number one team. I don't think he's won National Coach of the Year. I'll look it up for you, though. But, yeah, that's a good question there, too. Uh, let's go back to phone lines. we got uh, J.K., who's in Fairfield Bay. What's up, J.K.? Hey, guys. Uh, I've been wondering. I haven't heard much about Traylon Burks. Uh, Joe, uh, could you comment on what they did in the draft? And uh, I haven't heard anything about his injuries. I'm sure he's probably healed, but uh, just comment about that, and thank you. Thanks, J.K. Um, now, Traylon Burks... Something that he said uh, going into uh, OTAs this season is he's gotten over having to deal with asthma. That was something that he had to adjust to going from the college level to NFL. He was he, Once he got into minicamps, even starting with a rookie minicamp, that was something that he didn't realize exactly what they were doing at the time and how much he was going to have to deal with it. But he said he's been able to put that behind him because – he knows what it takes now because he's been there for a season and he's worked through everything and uh, some of the other injuries, the ankle injury, he's held from that. But he's uh, looking forward to the second season and playing a lot better in the second season than he did in his rookie season. A, a lot of that does have to do with injury and you never can forecast when that's going to happen. But just thinking about how his body feels right now, he feels good going into the second season. Definitely. And we're rooting for Traylon Burks, and hopefully he can find a way to continue to see the field and stay healthy and get out there for the Titans because he's phenomenal whenever he's in the game, and he can be a big-time player for them as well. We're up against it. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, Peyton Stovall is going to be joining us as we'll talk a little SEC tournament with him. And you won't want to miss it, so stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. Every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by HJ Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. Center. It was a rough weekend for Arkansas baseball and softball. We'll start with softball, whose season is over after losing in the Fayetteville Regional Sunday afternoon to Oregon, 14-4. Arkansas finished the season 40-19. and Arkansas baseball lost their series against Vanderbilt, losing Friday night's game 10-8 and losing on Saturday 7-6. On the bright side, Arkansas still holds a share of the SEC title with Florida after both finished the season with 20 SEC wins. Arkansas also won their eighth SEC West title. Next up, Arkansas will head to Hoover. Their first game will be on Wednesday at 12.30 against the winner of Tennessee and Texas A&M. And Arkansas football got some good news as they landed Coffeyville Community College offensive lineman transfer Amari Wiggins. The 6'3", 310-pound lineman chose Arkansas over LSU, Texas A&M, Miami, Mississippi State, Penn State, and others. He will have three years of eligibility remaining. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, I saw your car in Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new? Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on our lot with no payments for 90 days. Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you're getting at Guatney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage, and that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. 
Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. It's Justin Acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KaufmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KaufmanLumber.com. Yes, we've got Bear on the line with a question for Trey. Bear, what's your question? Hey, Randy, this is Bear, first-time listener, long-time caller. I wanted to ask Trey about Sanders Ground Essentials. I know they are real five-star guys wanted by everybody. I heard they have an excellent weed control and fertilization program, and they do customized plants based on annual soil results for all their customers. I just want to know what you guys have heard. I'm going to hang up and listen now. Bear, you should call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hosenberger leads at first with one away. Reached on an air. Here's the 3-2 on Wagner. Hosenberger taking off. Hit high in the air and struck well. Deep to right center field. Dylan Cruz going back. Leaps up at the wall. And it's out of here. A two-run jack. Jared Wagner depositing his 10th bomb of the year, 41st of the season for the Hawks, and they strike first and in a hurry. On 103.7 The Buzz. Out of bounds on a reaction Monday, and folks, I'm giving a great reaction over here to interest rates over with Guadney Chevrolet, because we know at this point in time of the year, you're trying to get you something new, something nice, some sort of vehicle that you can get yourself in and get you ready for the summertime when you're going to be doing all that traveling. Look no further than Guadney Chevrolet, because on new vehicles, brand new vehicles, like 2023 new vehicles, how about this, super low, 1.9% APR with Blazers, Equinoxes, Trailblazers, Traverses, Silverados, all those new vehicles, 1.9% APR. You cannot find a better deal than that. And say if you're looking to sell a vehicle, too, they're still buying. Anytime a late model vehicles, and if you have one to sell, just take it over to Guadney Chevrolet, and they will hook you up. They'll give you an offer, an appraisal, write you a check, simple as that. They also have 90 days with no payments. So if you're someone that's trying to get in and uh, get a little relief there with a new vehicle, no payments for 90 days, and they have a pre-owned selection. They got inventory. They got award-winning sales and service. They got it all at Guadney Chevrolet. So when you need your new vehicle, don't even look anywhere else. Go to Guadney Chevrolet there in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit, 1301 TP White Drive. You can also shop them online at GuadneyChevrolet.com. Arkansas Razorback baseball team getting ready big time for the SEC tournament there in Hoover. I'll be down there. The buzz will be down there, and Peyton Stovall will be down there, too, so let's go ahead and welcome him in. Peyton Stovall leads off the fifth inning. Stovall swings and drives the first pitch to deep right center. There it goes. Peyton Stovall out of here. Pitch to Stovall, hammer to deep right field. Stovall's at a two-run homer. 
Wow. Where that did was you get all of that? Bomb. Peyton Stovall on Out of Bounds is presented by A-State Construction in Sheridan. Building new homes in Central Arkansas for the past 18 years. See their new home builds on Facebook at A-State Construction, LLC. All right, let's go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in our guy, Peyton Stovall. And Peyton, appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? I'm good, guys. How are y'all? Man, we're awesome. And... I know that uh, is a little bit disappointing for uh, the Razorbacks not being able to take care of business against Vanderbilt in that series, but now you're heading in to the SEC tournament, co-champions of the SEC, winning the SEC West outright. I know it's postseason time right now, but Payne, just kind of reflect on the regular season and what it means to you and the team to call yourselves SEC champions and SEC West champions. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a real, it's just testament to our team and how hard that we've worked. Um, all year, you could go back and look at all the predictions and um, all the preseason stuff. We weren't we weren't ranked really high up there in the West, and um, you know I think it goes back to just really good coaching and um, just very, a lot of hard work. And we've done that all year, and um, you know so I couldn't be I'm more I couldn't be more proud of this team and uh, super excited for our guys. And um, you know we've worked for this, and um, yeah we weren't able to get it done at Vanderbilt, but still being able to win the um, SEC was uh, it was huge and. Um, like I said, just very proud of the guys overall for the whole season. So now that you guys are in Hoover, just uh, what's the vibes like? What's the mentality like for the team? I know that uh, during the regular season, it's all very routine, but now it's changed up a little bit. Just how do you feel about the vibes this year heading into the SEC tournament, maybe compared to last year when you guys were in it? Yeah, I mean, last year, you know, we kind of that we went to Alabama and um, we weren't able to come out with the SEC West, unfortunately. Um, that uh last year but um you know being able to go into the tournament and still knowing that we won the SEC um you know it's really big um you know nobody's nobody's down nobody's upset um um you know we got a good seating um we like our chances and um you know so we're just excited to go out there and um get on the field and um compete at the SEC tournament it's always a um really nice week um you know they uh they got some cool stuff for us in the hotel and um, you know, the, the field's awesome. Um, there'll be a lot of fans there and stuff, but it's going to be really fun, man. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're going to do what we can to, um, go as far as we can and, and hopefully make a good run in this tournament. So, um, we're looking forward to it and we're excited to, to get it rolling Wednesday. So, Peyton, I know that, uh, you're always a guy who, of course, uh, has your teams back and now that, uh, you don't. Uh, you had to suffer that season-ending injury. I know you're even more so. You're going to be there, first one there for helping out your teammates. But uh, over the week, I know a guy like Gage Wood, a freshman. Uh, you know he had his struggles and and, and coming out and uh, just uh, when when something like that happens, what's not only your role but also the rest of the team's role? Whenever a player does have a, a struggle, especially a young kid, and trying to get him back up and have block it out of his memory and move forward to the next week, because I'm sure for especially a freshman, it's probably hard to just shake it off and go on to the next game. Sometimes it just get too big for me. Um, Hagen did. Hagen would do the same thing. Um, you know, there'd be spots where um, he'd struggle a little bit too. But you just gotta, you just gotta work out past it. Um, throughout, you know, the freshman season, it's really tough at the grind. Um, you know, the baseball that you're playing at such a young age, being a freshman, is it's really tough playing against these guys. And um, you know, he'll work through it. Um, everybody's seen. You know, our team. We believe in him. We we have confidence in him. And. Um, you know, we know that he's, he's going to be just fine. Um, we're going to need him for the postseason, and, and to be able to make a run, we're going to need that guy. And so, um, you know, just, just being there for him, um, picking him up, boosting his confidence whatever way he can, because um, that's really all it is. Um, you know, the, when you're confident, you go out there and um, you just you just throw it. You're not trying to guide the pitch. You're not trying to um, worry about locating where it is. You just get up there with confidence. And, um, you know, some of our older guys, older pitchers, um, you know, they've been there for him um, since that. And, um, so, I mean, he'll, he'll be fine. And like I said, we have all the confidence in the world now. Speaking with Peyton Stovall, Razorback baseball player here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Outline, thanks to A-State Construction. Uh, Peyton, another player that uh, had to suffer an injury, unfortunately, over the weekend was John Bolton, which I know a guy you uh, played a lot in that long side with. And, and all the double plays you guys turned, Bolton was such a huge part of it. Uh, it looks like a sprained ankle. Just uh, how's he holding up? How's he doing? And uh, what, what's kind of the situation he finds himself in? Yeah, um, you know, like you said, him and, him and Holden for a ball um, against Vanderbilt. Um, John made an unbelievable play. Um, you know, Holt was going for the ball, and 
the whole thing big that was in chance um, that anybody else could get it, so he kind of didn't call it. And at the last second, John, um, they ended up getting that collision. But, um, you know, he, he sprained his ankle. Um, he'll be fine. Um, you know, he's just resting it right now. Um, you know, just trying to get that thing healthy. And um, But, you know, like I said, just a minor sprained ankle. And, um, you know, here before long, he'll be back out there. Peyton, what, what do you think of the team overall going into this SEC tournament? You guys know exactly where you stand, and then after that it'll be regional, which will be at home. But uh, going into the SEC tournament, you're going to see some of the lineups kind of mix and match and just getting ready for postseason play right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, the tournament will be awesome to win, but, you know, you want to stay healthy and, and um, you know, to really get ready for, for postseason play. And, um you know, uh, we our guys we're, we're still worried about getting 100 percent healthy um, with what we have, um, and you know we want to come down here and um, even if we don't win this whole thing or um, win the tournament, we just want to play good baseball and uh, just just uh, playing clean baseball, uh, throwing strikes, making plays behind our pitchers, um, you know, line up in the ball well, just all the momentum that you can get going into the um, postseason because it's only going to help. I know that uh, you guys are going to have a regional and hopefully a super regional in Fayetteville, which is which is awesome and being a national seed. But since you got to go to a neutral field there uh, in the SEC tournament there in Hoover, you guys played earlier this year in, in Globe Life, and I know you've played in various other places. Is that is that something that really prepares you and helps as a team to get ready for something like this where it's a ballpark you haven't really know much about and, and there's a bunch of different teams in there? Uh, does those neutral site games always kind of get you a little bit more prepared for this particular tournament? Just playing on the road in general just gets you prepared for a tournament like this, uh, postseason stuff. Because, um, yeah, if you might host some regionals or super regionals, um, but, you know, your ultimate goal is to, to go to Omaha. Well, you're not going to be playing at home for Omaha. So, um, you know, just playing on the road as much as you can is always a good experience. And um, it, it builds, um, you know, it builds the adversity that you're going to face in the postseason. And, um, you know, so when that time comes in the postseason, you're going to be prepared because of the games that you played on the road, especially in the environment that we play in. Um, in the SEC is, is always really tough, and um, you know, so so having that in the past behind us, um, playing at some some nice venues um, throughout the SEC, it's going to help us going into this tournament and the postseason. What's the Hoover experience like overall? Because you play there every year, and uh, it's you realize that at the end of the season, when it comes tournament time, that you're going to be in Hoover. Are there certain things about that ballpark that stand out? to you and uh just the overall experience in playing in hoover yeah um you know it's a it's a really good time um uh you know we're, we're given like a gift bag and um, they got a game room for at our hotel where all the, where all the players stay all the teams stay at the same hotel and um so they got a game room that you can play some pool and ping pong um a bunch of stuff like that so it's really neat um you know ballpark wise and stuff um it, it kind of gives you like a uh i guess kind of like an omaha feel per se because um, there's so many different fans from different teams that are there, just kind of like Omaha is. So um, it's a it's a, a big ballpark. The ballpark plays really big. Um, it's a pitcher friendly ballpark, and so um, you know, being able to to play in that environment, um, it, it's going to get you ready for the postseason. So it's a really good experience. Um, it rains a lot, so you always got to be kind of ready, uh, um, you know, for rain delay or, or whatever it is. But um, it, it's always fun um, to come here and play and um, just spend the whole week with pretty much uh, all your teammates and the guys. Well, Peyton, man, we really appreciate you joining us. I know it's a crazy schedule for you, but uh, we appreciate you squeezing us in, man. Have fun there in Hoover, and good luck to your team there in Hoover. And we look forward to catching up with you next week and doing a little previewing of the Fayetteville Regional, man. I'm good, guys. I appreciate it. Talk to you all next week. All right, I appreciate it. Again, that was Peyton Stovall, Razorback. Second baseman joining us on the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Outline thanks to A-State Construction. We will take our final commercial break. When we come back, we'll get to three and out, some headlines, some storylines, some things that we got to dive into and get you ready for drive time sports. All next here on Out of Bounds on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services.
Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? <sighs> no way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See shelter agent Vic Seidenschwartz in Carlisle, Lawrence Forrester in Cabot, or Hayden Strickland in Sherwood. Sports fans and trivia fans, listen up. Brewskies is bringing sports trivia to Thursday nights. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., come play sports trivia at the best sports bar in town. 22-ounce draft beer specials and $2 Plinko shots keep you from being thirsty, with plenty of pub grub options to keep you from being hungry, too. Arrive early and take advantage of the happy hour specials and stick around after trivia for the Thursday night karaoke party. So come check out all the new sports trivia every Thursday at 7 p.m. at Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Shipley and his partner, Dirty Larry, of the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. Yes, ma'am? I'd like to report a robbery. A car dealer gave me too little for my trade, pulled my credit four times, and gave me a high interest rate. Now, what are y'all going to do about it? Oh, you should have went to Guatney Chevrolet. We won't rest until we catch the dealer that did this to you. Now, take a step back. We're headed to Waffle House. Don't let this happen to you. Watney Chevrolet is offering low 1.9% on all new Blazers, Equinox, Trailblazers, Traverse, and Silverados. Plus, take the handcuffs off your summer plans with no payments for 90 days. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Buy new roads. All offers with approved credit. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into and uh, first off, some that uh, wanted to mention from 
the sports side of things, too. Actually, you know what? I, I guess we did mention that. We did talk about that. So, okay, well, I'll just move on and say never mind to that one. But in a more uh, fun thing, I had some friends of mine that went in, ended up in Boston for the uh, Taylor Swift concert. I think I talked about that and how kind of weird it was that it's not just a bunch of friends of mine that are girls. No, it's mainly dudes. Uh, but they went. Either way, it was rainy. It was nasty. It was outside. It was uh, sure enjoyable for them. But in that same concert, a dad said he was, quote, forced to spend $21,000 on Taylor Swift tickets after ticketing company did not deliver the original tickets. Uh, this is according to the New York Post. They said uh, the dad was forced to spend twenty-one k for his daughter and friends to see Taylor Swift's sold-out concert because his original tickets never arrived. He bought it from the Eras Tour at Stop at Gillette Stadium. It was a Christmas gift for his 19-year-old daughter. The entire set purchased through StubHub only cost $1,800, but he was left still empty-handed days before the show. He opted to go through a different ticket site where he met the massive $21,000 price tag, 11 times the amount of what he paid. He says, it's not right, in my opinion. They should not wait until the day before to give the tickets to be sent out to the reseller. StubHub, the third-party exchange and resale company, has a policy where tickets aren't sent to the purchaser until the day of or after the event. Alternative tickets weren't available. So here's the thing. It's twofold for me in this story. One, this is the dad of the year because kudos to that dad where he's like, I gave my daughter a Christmas gift. She was so excited about it. And when it didn't happen, I spent 11 times more than what I was supposed to because I want my daughter to be happy and go to that concert. That's an awesome thing to do. But two, here's the thing, my man. Like, if you can provide evidence or if there's something to where you were emailing them and asking them, like, hey, where's my tickets? And they never responded? Okay. But that is their policy. And I'm sure if you tried to email them or communicate, maybe they'd say, hey, just to let you know, your tickets are available. They're just going to be there the day of the event. Don't worry. So some sort of breakdown in communication. Don't really know who to blame. But still, I, I, I applaud the dad for making sure that his daughter got to see that concert, even though it cost him $21,000. The Milwaukee Bucks have narrowed down their coaching search to the top three candidates, so they're going to be making a decision on these three remaining candidates. They interviewed as many as 15 candidates, so we know that it was an extensive search, but now for the Milwaukee Bucks is down to Nick Nurse, former Raptors coach, associate head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Kenny Atkinson, and then Raptors assistant coach, Adrian Griffin. So those are your three Nick Nurse, Kenny Atkinson, and Adrian Griffin, one of those three, will be the Bucks' next head coach. Uh, so we know OnlyFans is always quite the interesting conversation to bring up, especially with the storylines that go along with it. But this is a new one with an OnlyFans model. She was having a lot of success. In fact, she had, uh, she had one person that was putting in nearly $2,000 a month in her content. She was very appreciative of it. I mean, that's, that's big time. Well, come to find out, it was her stepdad. And she felt obliged to tell her mom, who was married to this man, that that was going on, which led to the divorce of her mom and stepdad. Weird thing to do, kind of creepy, kind of crazy, kind of wild, but honestly, when it comes to OnlyFans, that's just something I feel like is another day at the office with some of the craziness that goes on that website. With the PGA Championship, there was some rain in the forecast, and so that was something that the players had to deal with. Rory and Scotty Scheffler had matching rain suits they, uh, during the tournament. And so there were a lot of jokes that came in for that. They said that these are janitor-looking outfits for Rory and, and Scotty Scheffler that they're wearing in the rain. You had, of course, the meme of the Spider-Man where you had two of them, and they're pointing at each other saying that, uh, you know, they're the same there. And somebody pointed out that Nike needs to expand their outfits when it comes to rain gear because it shouldn't be a case where you see some of the top golfers and they're wearing the same outfit. So a lot of the jokes that went in with that. Well, speaking of a joke, it's not—it's actually real, but it's also kind of funny to me. Trey Turner, who played in the World Baseball Classic, uh, was, a, was phenomenal in the WBC. He played in six games, had five home runs and 11 RBIs in six games. I mean, it was just, he was on a tear. Well, with the Phillies, through 44 games, he has only four home runs and 10 RBIs. So he had more home runs and RBIs in six games in the World Baseball Classic than in 44 games with the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, that can all change, of course, and he can get going, but still, something that, that people have pointed out is like, I guess he just needs to go back and play into the WBC because that's where he really does his most damage as a hitter. Kurt Cobain smash guitar. Now, this isn't even just an, a guitar that's put together. It's a smash guitar. 
It was expected to get about $60,000 at auction, but it sold for a lot more than that, almost $500,000 more, sold for 595000 at an auction. And that's not out of the ordinary that anything attached to Kurt Cobain would sell for such a high price. But just think about that. It's a guitar that somebody can't even use, that they can't display on their wall, that is intact. It's an actual guitar that's smashed. Also, uh, people are big on social media, especially for those of you who watch TikTok. Maybe some of you get addicted. Maybe you just can't stop watching it. Well, here's something for you. It's from the website ubiquitousinfluence.com. And what they're doing is they're a marketing company, and they are going to be paying people $100 an hour just to watch TikTok. And they're going to pay these people where you need a 10-hour binge on TikTok where you'll make $1,000. So if you think that you are capable, or able at least, to go out and watch 10 straight hours of TikTok and make $1,000 on it, go visit their website because they're going to get you paid. But if you are also one of those people that do that, you may want to start uh, using that money to go somewhere else and maybe uh, go and get some help because that's kind of weird how you would spend that much time watching TikTok. John Cena and Dwayne Johnson had a few that goes back years, and this is something that is kind of similar to Ben Roethlisberger, Kenny Pickett, and, and the the comments that Ben Roethlisberger had towards Kenny Pickett or his thoughts. And John Cena said that he was selfish. He says that he didn't have a concept of growth or someone else's perspective at the time because he commented on Dwayne Johnson and being involved in acting and that he wasn't there all the time for WWE. said, my view was, if you love something, be there every day. And then, like, what am I, a hypocrite now because... I do love WWE, but I can't go all the time. So now it comes full circle, and he realizes what Dwayne Johnson was getting into, and now he's gone there, and he just said, I just didn't see it like that, and I was selfish. One thing that I've gone through in my life at some point has been going from being a night owl to a morning person. It's not easy at all. But according to studies and researchers, here are four things that can help you out if you're having a transition to that. Put your phone down and turn off the TV. Don't use any electronics close to your bedtime. Only drink coffee in the morning, not throughout any other point in time. Don't take long naps. And also, don't exercise in the evening. You do those four things, you're going to be more often a successful morning person. As we know, everything is moving towards streaming, and that's not only for TV, but for radio. We have plenty of listeners that listen to us through the stream or maybe even watch us through the stream. Certain manufacturers for vehicles are removing AM FM radios from their vehicles and the latest to do so now are Ford BMW and Tesla some that have done it in the past already are Mazda and Volkswagen so looks like more vehicles are going to be removing AM FM radios and everything is going to be about streaming I promise you it's going to be one of those things as uh, the old adage goes you never really know what you miss until it's dead or it's gone so I promise you you'll be missing us on the radio appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today for Joe Franklin I'm John Neighbor same sports show same sports channel tomorrow afternoon stay tuned folks Drive Time Sports coming up Hey, I saw your car on Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC 